Tom King back here at the Merrill Fieldhouse as we get set for the second half of our boys basketball matchup here. Lumberjacks leading here at halftime, 42-31. to They had a halftime lead on the Blue Jays the first time these two teams met, and then Merrill went off to an 80-74 to win in that first game. See if East can finish here tonight in this one. Lumberjacks have the basketball to begin the second half. Stroming inbounds it to Roswinowski. Brings it into the front court to Ingram. Starting five back out there for the Lumberjacks. Ingram on the dribble outside to Napgesic. They swing it. Roswinowski right side. Back out on top to Bookberger. Napgesic outside the arc. He's going to put it on the floor. Go to the basket. Lean in. Puts up a shot left and short. Bookberger over the top. Puts it up and in. Nice job by Bookberger getting the offensive rebound without fouling. And he gets the hoop 44-31 Lumberjacks. Bringing it ahead for Merrill is Braden Peeper into the front court to Bailey Tareen. Ingram's on him. Voids the screen. Now they get it in the hands of Caden Deals. Deals to Moots, top of the key. Get it off to Corey Giggle. Back outside. Good defense by the Lumberjacks. They're playing man-to-man here. There's a drive to the basket in the lane. Kick it back outside. Peeper. Gets rid of it. Nice defense by Stroming, denying the three ball. There's a drive on the baseline. There's a travel there. They let him get away with him. Then they threw it away. Tried to feed it inside to Tareen. And Ingram comes away with the steal. Roswadowski in the lane. Spin move. Puts up a shot. Got it blocked. Good defense right there by Deals. He rejected Roswadowski. Ball knocked ahead. Knocked out of bounds by the Lumberjacks. Roswadowski made a nice move. Thought he got free. And then he turned around and had the ball just knocked right out of his hand by Caden Deals. They'll inbound it now. They'll throw it away again. Ingram comes away with it. He's out on the attack, goes to the basket, lays it off the glass, up and in. Good job by not trying to dunk that. He had a breakaway. He just laid it off the glass. Take the two points and be happy. Seven turnovers on the Blue Jays after that one, and it leads to another basket for the Lumberjacks, 46-31. Pull-up jumper on the other end by Bailey Tareen. Mid-range jumper, he knocks it down. He's got 11. 46-33. Lumberjacks back the other way. Stroming to the basket. Avoids the defense. Puts it off the glass. Up and in. Noah Stroming did a nice job avoiding committing the offensive foul there. And gets the hoop. 48-33. Troy Peeper not happy with his defense right now. He's got Michael McRae ready to get in the game. There's a drive into the paint by Moots. And lays it up and in. Yeah, Navgesic can't guard Moots one-on-one. Moots is just too quick. Went right around him that time. Gets to the hoop. He's got 10. Napgesic gets it away to Roswadowski. They're going to make an adjustment there. Now they get it down low to Bookberger. Catches. Off the glass. Up and in. Wanted a foul. Didn't get it. Oh, they did get the foul. What do we call it here? What did they call? Are they taking that basket off? What did they call? They call a technical foul. The basket's good. They call a technical foul on somebody on the Lumberjacks. Somebody must have said something. And the first free throw by Moots is off the back bracket. No good. I think they gave Bookberger the basket. 50-35, to 35, but a technical foul called on somebody. I think somebody wanted a foul on Bookberger. He got hammered pretty good as he went to the hole. Moots hits the second foul shot. It's our second technical foul that I want on each team now. Somebody must have said the magic word. 
I didn't see who they called that on. Actually, I think they called it on Bookberger. They put that up on the uh, on the screen. So Bookberger must not have liked the fact that he didn't get a foul call there and must have said something. Ingram nearly had the steal there. Tareen on the dribble in the lane. Spins, gets tied up. Jump ball called. Ingram ties up Tareen. The ball will remain with Merrill on the possession arrow. Good job by D'Angelo. Ingram helped defense there and got the tie-up. And Merrill will inbound it here. Lumberjacks leading by 14, 50-36. to 36. Tareen gets it in, nearly threw it away. Right wing to Braden Peeper. Steps back, shoots a three, and got it. Drains the three. His first one from distance tonight. 50-39. to Roswodowski is going to bring it ahead. Voids the double team. Into the front court with it. Gives it to Nabgesic. Puts it on the floor. Left wing, D'Angelo Ingram. Ingram. Bounce pass down low. Kicked ball as he tried to get a bounce pass into Bookberger down low. And Lumberjacks will inbound it here. 14.59 to play. East up by 11. Roswodowski into Napgesic. Outside to Stroming. And he throws it away off of Ingram's foot out of bounds. I don't know if that ball was tipped on the pass and went down to the feet of Ingram and out of bounds. Tenth turnover on the Lumberjacks. Merrill gets it back here. Lumberjacks blew a 16-point lead against Wisconsin Rapids last week. Actually, earlier this week. There's a drive by Moots. Turns, shoots over. Navgesic left it short. Bookberger pulls away his fifth rebound. East back the other way. Roswodowski to Ingram in the right corner. They're looking inside to Bookberger, not there. Stroming's going to drive down the lane, hangs in the air, no but a foul, and he'll go to the line. And if that's on Tareen, that'll be three. No, who'd they get? Foul's going to be called on Michael McGray, and that's three on him. Stroming at the line for two shots. First one rimmed out, no good. Our game brought to you in part by Dunright Exteriors, a real standout in the community for over 70 years. Second foul shot for Stroming. That's up and in. He got one of two. He's got 10 points. 51-39. Actually, it should be 52-39, right? Moots is going to launch a three ball, and he got it to go over Napgesic. Troy Moots catch and shoot three. Merrill's hit two three-pointers here in the second half. 51-42. Roswodowski backcourt. Roswodowski down the lane, now kicks it to the wing. Napgesic's open for three, tries to answer it short. Stroming, offensive rebound, feeds it to Napgesic. No, but a foul, and he'll go to the line. Another offensive rebound for Noah Stroming. And Gabe Napgesic will get free throws here. That foul went on McRae. That's the fourth on him. Tyson Glish is going to come into the game for Merrill. First free throw is up and in for Napgesic. He'll get one more. So Glish comes into the game for McRae, who will go out with those four fouls. Second free throw coming here for Gabe Napgesic. Ten-point lead for the Lumberjacks, 52-42. Second free throw up and in. Napgesic got them both. 53-42. Napgesic... Five for five from the free throw line tonight. Tareen front court for Merrill. Gives it off to Caden Deals. Now outside. Mooch is going to launch another three. And he got another one. Man alive. Step and a half behind the line. Troy Moots lighting it up right now. 
He's got 17 points. 53-45 now. Roswanowski front court down the lane. He goes, throws up a floater in the lane, left it short. Merrill with the rebound. Blue Jays come back the other way. Now nearly losing the handle on the dribble was Braden Peeper. He's got to get rid of it. He does to Tyson Glish. Glish to Tareen. Step back. He shoots a three. Left that short. Bookberger with another rebound. And Roswanowski will slow things down as he walks it into the front court. 13.09 to play in the game. 53-45 lead for the Lumberjacks. Stroming lofts it over to the top to Bookberger. And he puts it up. Yes, and a foul. He avoided the help defense coming from the back side. Didn't bring the ball down far enough for the uh, defensive man to slap it away. Got it up. Got the basket and the foul. Bookberger, very efficient tonight. He is 7 out of 8 from the field, all of them inside. Free throw is on the way. He got it. He's got 16 points. 56-45, Lumberjacks. Merrill quickly into the front court. Now they'll slow it down. Deals gives it off to Tareen. Ingram's on him. Moots. Now it's Glish. Gives it back to Deals, who backs it out. Now Moots takes Deb Gesick. they got to make it. Now, now Gesick tries to block it from behind and will get a foul. they got to switch up the defense there. Gabe cannot guard Troy Moots. That'll be the third foul on Gabe Napgesic, and Moots will go to the line to shoot two. Moots can take Gabe off the dribble anytime he wants, and he's been doing it here tonight. And the first free throw for Moots is up and in. He's having a big offensive night for the Blue Jays. Ten-point game again, 56-46 East, 12-44 to play. Second foul shot coming for Troy Moots, left-handed up and in. He got them both. 56-47. And it'll be Roswanowski who will bring it up. Here comes the double-team trap. He gets rid of it to Napgesic into the front court. Now the ball knocked away, loose on the floor, and a timeout called by the Lumberjacks as Gabe got it back. Timeout will take one as well. 56-47 East, you're listening to Lumberjack Boys Basketball on 93-9 the game. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? So you've got an oil change coming up. We can help you save on the right oil for your vehicle. Right now, get five quarts of Castrol Edge Full Synthetic or Castrol Edge Full Synthetic High Mileage Motor Oil with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for just $35.99. Visit one of our 6,000 stores or order from AutoZone.com for same-day store pickup or next-day delivery. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. A website just for East fans. EverythingLumberjacks.com from the all-new 93.9 The Game. Tom King back here at the Merrill Fieldhouse. 12.32 to play in this one. 56-47, Lumberjacks lead. We want to congratulate the uh, East girls basketball team for their win last night. First conference win for the Lumberjack girls since 2009 as they beat the Merrill Blue Jays down at the East Gym last night. Congratulations to Jeff Waldvogel and his girls team last night. Lumberjacks have it now. And Roswanowski will walk it into the front court. Roswanowski to Stroming. Goes off his hand out of bounds. Last touch by the Blue Jays. East will keep it. Tareen got a fingertip on that barely. And the Lumberjacks will inbound it. Roswanowski will look to get it in. 
He does then have Gesick down in the corner. They loft it down a little. Bookberger sort of forced that one in there. And we're going to get a foul. We're going to get a foul or a jump ball call. They called a jump ball as Bookberger got tied up by Tareen. East will keep it on the possession arrow. Can't make blind passes inside to Bookberger. you got to make sure he's open before you loft it over the top. Tareen had him well covered that time. They get it inbounds to Napgesic. He throws it outside to Stroming. Ingram, now they get it down low to Gabe. He backs in, leans in, and we're going to get a traveling violation on Napgesic. I don't know about that. Looked like he kept the dribble as he backed it down. They call the travel on Napgesic, the 11th turnover of the game on the Lumberjacks. It'll be Braden Peeper who will bring it into the front court. He's got his right leg heavily wrapped. I don't know if, remember if he had that the whole game or if he had that put on at halftime. Moots at the free throw line. Now back to Peeper. Left wing. Deals with it. Now into the hands of Tareen. He backs off and shoots a three and hits it. Bookberger backed off and Tareen hits the three ball. Merrill inching their way back. It's a six-point game now. 56-50. Blue Jays have hit three three-pointers, make that four three-pointers here in the second half. Ingram, Roswinowski, down low to Bookberger, avoids the double team, puts it off the glass, up and in. Nice job by Bookberger, avoiding the double team that time and getting the hoop. He has really been efficient down low, and they can get him the basketball there. 58-50, eight-point lead for the Lumberjacks, 11-18 to play. Merrill with it front court, Moots with it. He wants to take Napgesic off the dribble that time. That time, Gabe did a good job of staying in front of him, and now Tareen somehow powers it up and in as he saved that ball from going out of bounds. He went right through the block attempt by Bookberger that time and put it off the glass up and in. 58-52, Roswinowski into the front court, throws a pass at Stroming's feet. He's able to save it somehow, puts it on the floor, kicks it to the wing. Gabe Napgesic wide open for three, short, no good. Rebound grabbed by the Blue Jays. They bring it quickly ahead. Peeper with it. Takes Ingram off the dribble. Nice move to the basket. Shot put up. Left it short. Ingram with the rebound on that. Napgesic did a good job of avoiding picking up a foul there. Front court. Ingram gives it off to Roswodowski. Six-point advantage for the Lumberjacks. 58-52. Down the lane. Roswodowski. And he lost the handle on it, but they're going to get a foul. They bailed him out that time. He had nowhere to go with the basketball. Deals is going to get a foul. His third and East will inbound it here. Non-shooting foul. So Roswodowski will look to get it in. Lofts it over the top to Bookberger. Threw it away. Merrill anticipated that. Now they're going to get a pass ahead. They'll get a layup on the other end as Deals ran out. Nobody ran with him. 58-54. It's down to a four-point lead. Roswodowski. Lots of contact in the backcourt. They let him play on. Roswodowski into the front court to Ingram. Down low to Bookberger, in the paint, turns around, shoots left at short, got his own rebound, puts it off the glass, up and in. Dylan Bookberger has seven rebounds to go along with a whole bunch of points here. He's got 20. 60-54, to 54, six-point game. Moots goes around, Napgesic kicks it to the corner, now back outside. Braden Peeper with it. Now they get it to Deals. Stroming's on him. Peeper with it outside the arc. Back outside to Moots. Moots kicks it back to Tareen. Ingram's on him. Picked up his dribble now. Gets rid of it. Tyson Glish wants to take Bookberger off the dribble. Goes in. Shot 
Put up and in. Lish takes Bookberger off the dribble that time nicely with a little spin move. He's got nine points. He's been a nice little spark off the bench for the Blue Jays. Back to a four-point game, 60-56. to Ingram with it. Stutter step dribble. Now bounce pass down low to Bookberger. Backs it in. Double team comes. Kicks it back outside to Navgesic. He's going to drive to the baseline. Kick it back outside. Roswodowski to Stroming. Down the lane goes Stroming off the glass. Up and in. Nice body control that time by Noah Stroming as he went down the lane. He's doing a good job of avoiding charging fouls tonight. 62-56, Lumberjacks. 8.42 to play. Merrill with it. Peeper baseline drive. Actually, that was cut off by Moots on the baseline. Here's a pull-up jumper by Peeper. That's short. Stroming with the rebound. And Roswanowski will slow it down as he brings it ahead into the front court to Stroming. Stroming on the dribble down the lane again. Kicks it to Napgesic on the baseline. And an offensive foul called as he ran over. Moots took the charge that time. And Napgesic's going to pick up his fourth foul. He's going to have to take a seat. Haley's going to get into the game. is going to get in. I make that uh, Worth is going to get in as well. And Jaden Garrett's going to come in. So it'll be Roswanowski sitting down. Actually, they're going to keep Prohoda out. Bookberger comes out. So it's Stroming, Worth, Ingram, Kaylee, and Garrett on the floor right now as Napgesic will take a seat with those four fouls. Merrill inbounds it. Lumberjack's putting on some backcourt pressure. Braden Peeper. Stroming tries to stay in front of him and does a pretty good job. Peeper into the front court, gets it to Tureen. He's got a mismatch with Worth guarding him. Now a turnaround by Moots in the paint, got it up and in. Troy Moots having a huge second half for Merrill, and they pulled it within four again. It's 62-58. Worth to Ingram. Inside to Kaylee, kicks it to the wing. Worth's open for three. Left it short, no good. The rebound goes out of bounds. Oh, they're going to say that was last touch by East. That clearly went off the hand of the Merrill player. That Man, the, the official standing right there, and he can't see that. That was last touched by Merrill. And the Blue Jays have it. Yikes. Peeper into the front court. Gives it to Moots. Now they get it left wing to Bailey Tureen. He's going to shoot over Worth. Left it short. No good. Offensive rebound, though. Grabbed by Moots. Ball knocked out of bounds. Last touched by D'Angelo Ingram. East led at halftime by 11. Merrill's cut it to four here. And they have the basketball. They get it in. Now bounce pass down low. We're going to whistle, and it's going to be a foul on Worth. Non-shooting foul. First foul on Worth as he was trying to guard Tareen. That's a tough ask for Caden Worth. The sophomore guarding the senior. Tareen's got him in the size category underneath. They tried to post him up. Now they get it inbounds to Moots. Feeds a cutter. Shot put up. No, but a foul late whistle. And Tareen's going to go to the line. They're going to get the foul on Stroming. It'll be his third. And Bailey Tarine will be at the line to shoot two here with 7.30 to play. So now the foul is starting to mount up here. Tarine's first free throw is off. No good. Bookberger is going to check back into the game for Jaden Garrett. Bookberger's been really good here tonight for the Lumberjacks. Yeah, they got him back in after a short rest. Second foul shot coming for Tureen. It's up and in. He got one of two. 62-59, three-point game. 7.28 to play. Ingram into the front court. 
Gives it off to Kaylee. They're trying to post up Bookberger. They could have got him the ball. He didn't. Now Worth gets it down low. Bookberger spins on the baseline, puts up a shot over the front of the rim and in. Bookberger, nice touch underneath. Shot over the double team. Merrill wants to hurry it ahead. Carter Body in the game for the Blue Jays. Gets it off to Braden Peeper. Kaylee's on him. Now it's Glish. Tareen's going to back down Worth. Shoots over the top. Yes, and a foul. Worth's not happy. He said he went straight up, but that's a that uh, that's a bad mismatch right there. And they're going to get Roswodowski back in the game. I'm not sure that is going to be much better. That uh, the Lumberjack guards they're going to need to get somebody bigger on Tareen. Ingram was guarding him for much of the game. Last couple times down the floor, it was Caden Worth. He picked up his second foul, and Tareen's going to be at the line here to try to convert a three-point play. 64-61. And he does. 64-62, two-point game. Nabgesic's going to come back in with the four fouls. We'll see how long he can stay on the floor. 6.58 to play here, and East will have the basketball inbounding it against full-court pressure. They get it into Roswodowski. Here comes the double team. He passes over the top to Stroming. Bullet pass to Napgesic. Attacks the basket. Hangs in the air. Missed the shot. Bookberger the rebound. Missed the putback. Oh, boy. And Merrill with the rebound. See if that one comes back to haunt him. Bookberger had a nice rebound and just left the putback short. One of his few misses tonight. Long three launched by Moots. That's short, no good. Bookberger had the rebound taken away by Turin. He puts it up and in and a foul. Bailey Turin took a rebound away from Bookberger. He got the hoop. D'Angelo Ingram will get the foul. And we are tied at 64, and Merrill has a chance to take the lead. They haven't led in this game for a while. And with a big second half here, they have a chance to take the lead here with Bailey Turin at the line trying to convert a three-point play. Lumberjacks have let an 11-point lead disappear here in the second half. And the free throw is up and in. So Tareen having a big second half, as is Troy Moots. was the uh, third foul on. And now the pass into Bookberger taken away again. It's Tareen wanting to attack. Got away with a travel there. Missed the shot. The putback, no, and a foul. And Merrill will go to the line again. Good defense by Merrill anticipating that entry pass to Bookberger. The ball knocked away. Tareen got away with a travel. Missed the shot. Merrill got the rebound, and it'll be Carter Body at the line to shoot two here to give... See if uh, Merrill can, uh, can increase their lead, and that foul was called on Nabgesic, and that's the fifth foul on Gabe Nabgesic. He's going to foul out. Brady Prujota is going to have to come into the game. So Gabe Nabgesic fouls out here. 13 points on the night for Gabe. And now the Lumberjacks have their backs to it here, trailing with 6-12 to play in the game. Second foul shot. To make that first foul shot is up and in for Carter Body, his first point of the night. 66-64, Merrill by two. Second free throw on the way. Up and in, he got them both. 67-64. Roswodowski will bring it into the front court. 
on the dribble. Beat it down low to Bookberger, catches, left it short, wanted a foul, didn't get it. Now the ball knocked out of bounds, it will be Merrill basketball. So Bookberger missing a couple of shots here late, in close. That one, he probably got his arm hit and they let him play on. Dan Garrett's furious over on the east sideline. Merrill looking the inbound against full court pressure. Now we get a five-second call. They turn it over. Troy Peeper wanted a timeout, and he didn't get it, and East will get the basketball back. Troy Peeper pleading for a timeout with the backside official. He's not going to get it. Lumberjacks get it. Only the eighth turnover on the night on the Blue Jays. They've done a really good job, especially here in the second half during this comeback. They get it inbound. Stroming's got it now to the corner, and an illegal screen is going to be called against Brady Frahoda. Offensive foul. Dan Garrett is furious. That might have been a makeup call for not giving Merrill a time out there. Prohoda gets called for a moving screen. 15th turnover on the Lumberjacks. This thing's getting away from East now. 67-64. Merrill with the lead and the basketball. And they bring it ahead. Tareen on the dribble. Gets it around Prohoda. Still on the dribble. Now feeds it inside. Shot put up. Blocked by Stroming. Ball loose. Roswodowski comes away with a loose ball on the miss by Tyson Glish. Had his shot blocked by Noah Stroming. Stroming avoids the defense, and he went in. He's going to be called for the travel. Once again, he lost control of himself as he went toward the basket and fell down, traveled with the basketball. And he gets up a little wobbly. And Merrill inbounded here. A little panic there on the drive to the basket. Just lost the handle. And then fell to the floor as he tried to grab the handle. Baseline drive. Floater put up. That's no good. Bookberger lost the rebound. And Merrill gets it back. He had the rebound in his hand. Three ball by Glitch. That's too far. And Merrill gets another offensive rebound. Another three ball launched by Moots. That's up and in. Well, that's just a killer. Timeout called by the Lumberjacks. We'll take one as well. They got two offensive rebounds and then knocked down a three. And they lead it here by six. 70 to 64. We'll take a timeout back in a moment. You're listening to East Boys Basketball on 93.9 The Game. Salt on the roads wreaking havoc on your vehicle this winter? Bring it to Tommy's Express Car Wash. Not only does salt make your car look nasty, it can cause damage to your vehicle. Keep it clean with the help of Tommy Club membership. That's unlimited washes for one low monthly price. Plus, your Tommy Club membership works both in Wausau and Weston. Stop by Tommy's Express, 102 West Bridge Street in Wausau and 1611 Schofield Avenue in Weston. Or online at tommys-express.com or find Tommy's Express on Facebook. Tom King back here at the Merrill Fieldhouse. East breaking pressure. D'Angelo Ingram front court down low to Bookberger off the glass up and in. Nice job by Ingram getting it down low. And this time Bookberger finished at the basket. 70 to 66, four point game. Merrill with the lead and the ball. 444 to play in this one. Tareen gives it off. Caden deals. Now they get it to Moots, drives down the lane, shot put off the glass, no, and the rebound put back up and in by Tareen. Nobody blocked out, Bailey Tareen, and he got the putback of the miss by Moots. Can't trade baskets at this point, got to get some stops. Roswinowski front court gives it to Ingram. 72-66, bullet pass inside, nobody found Stroming, or somebody lost Stroming for Merrill, and he got a layup as Ingram got him the basketball. 72-68, four-point game again. Now you need to get a stop here. 
Deals into the front court for the Blue Jays. Hands it off to Tarina, and then Stroming's going to get a foul, and that'll be the 10th team foul on East, and two free throws coming here on for Bailey Tarine, and that's the fourth foul on Stroming. Bailey Tarine with a big second half here. 16 points in the half and 25 in the game. He missed the first free throw. He'll get another. So he's matched the amount he put on the board against East in the first game against the Lumberjacks. Merrill going to sub in here. Braden Peeper comes back into the game. Sam Riemann back on the floor for the Blue Jays. Fouls and turnovers have been a problem all year for East, and once again, they're rearing their head here tonight. Second foul shot for Tarine. He got one of two. Lumberjacks have 16 turnovers, and they find themselves in foul trouble now. Nabgesic's already fouled out. Stroming's got four. Noah outside the arc to Prohoda, top of the key. Gives it off to Ingram. Ingram to Prohoda. Left side, puts it on the floor, down the lane, hangs in the air. Nice head fake, missed the shot. Bookberger gets the rebound, and now we're going to get a technical foul called on Dan Garrett. And Merrill will send Braden Peeper to the free throw line to shoot the technical foul shots, and then Merrill will get the basketball. First one's up and in. Seventy-four, sixty-eight. Second foul shot on the way. It's up and in. He got them both. And now Merrill will have the basketball. I'm not sure what he said, but we've had three technicals called in this game. One on each team for players, and now one on Dan Garrett for something he said on the east sideline. Merrill with the basketball. Braden Peeper with it. Now an overplay and a steal by Roswodowski. Goes to the basket off the rim. Missed the shot. Merrill with the rebound. He was going too fast to the basket after the steal. Back on the other end. And once again, Bookberger had a rebound taken out of his hands. And now a foul called underneath. And who'd they get on the foul? I think they got Prohoda. Roswodowski got the steal out on top and then hurried it to the basket and missed the layup. Wish at the free throw line. First free throw is up and in. Ten fouls on, make that 11 fouls on East and only four team fouls on Merrill here in the second half. That's been the difference now. Second free throw on the way. He got them both. Turnovers and fouls. Roswodowski backcourt gives it off to Prohoda. He's going to... And now a foul as Ingram got bumped by Braden Peeper along the sideline. Non-shooting foul. They've got fouls to give, so it's not a big deal. 3.06 to play. 77-68. Merrill has put together a huge second half here, and they are in position to win this game. Roswodowski looks to inbound it. They loft it over the top to Stroming. It hits the rim. Merrill with the rebound back the other way. Peeper puts up the shot, missed it. Roswodowski with the rebound. 
Now to Ingram, back the other way, front court. D'Angelo Ingram down the lane. It's going to be a blow. Oh, they call a blocking foul. Ingram, and the ball, the basket went in. They're going to get Peeper on the foul. Ingram initiated the contact. I think he got away with one there. That's going to be a bad call that benefits the Lumberjacks. Ingram got the hoop, and he'll go to the line. So Ingram will be at the line to try to convert the three-point play. Dan Garrett sitting in his chair, not saying a word anymore. He doesn't want to be teed up again. These officials have short fuses right now. And the rebound grabbed on the missed free throw by Ingram by Merrill. Tareen front court passes ahead to Peeper. Now it's Glish. Bookberger tried to punch that one out. Glish drives in. It's going to be an offensive foul. They call it a blocking foul on Roswodowski. Holy cow. He was clearly there to take the charge. This official has lost control completely now, man. This is really bad. Roswodowski took the charge there and got called for the foul. That's horrible. Glish at the line to shoot free throws now. The first one rattles around the rim and in. He'll get one more. Merrill leading by eight. 2.37 to play. Second foul shot is up and in. He got them both. East inbounds it down by nine here with 2.32 to play. Ingram front court. Drives down the lane. Hangs in the air off the glass. No. The rebound kept alive and then Merrill comes away with it. Now avoiding the double team, Tareen into the front court. Merrill doesn't have to shoot now. They can try to move the ball around. It's going to be a timeout called by Merrill. We'll take one as well. 2.13 to play in this one. Back in a moment, you're listening to East Basketball on 93.9 The Game. King back here at the Merrill Fieldhouse. There have been some questionable calls here in the second half, but that does not mean that the referees are costing the Lumberjacks this game. Lumberjacks have made enough mistakes on their own with turnovers, missed shots inside, and fouls. And Merrill has just put together a really good half of basketball. In fact, they didn't shoot too badly in the first half. They were 11 of 21 from the field. Lumberjacks were 15 of 26, but here in the second half, Merrill getting big halves from Bailey, Tureen, and Troy Moots and getting enough support as well from some of the other players. Something they didn't get in the first game. They got no help from the bench. Now they inbound the ball. Shot off the glass over Prohoda. It's Moots getting another hoop. 81-70. 11-point lead. 2.04 to play. Lumberjacks front court. Stroming with it. Down low to Bookberger. He gets bumped underneath. And Bookberger is going to go to the free throw line for the bonus here. 
Foul was called on Tyson Glish, his second. Bookburger at the line for a one and one with two minutes to play. Jaden Garrett's going to come into the game for Brady Prohoda. Second or first foul shot for Bookburger is up and in. He got the front end of the one and one. He'll get another. Our game brought to you in part tonight by Baseman Shoe and Clothing on Wausau South Third Avenue. If you're getting ready for a hunting trip, stop by Baseman's for great ideas on staying comfortable in any outdoor setting. Baseman's a trusted name for over 80 years. Ten-point game. Bookburger misses the second foul shot. 81-71. Merrill back the other way. Now a reach-in foul called by Stroming. I mean, they let all the contact go underneath, and then they call that touch foul up on top. Stroming's going to foul out. That's five on him. So Stroming and Napgesic have both fouled out now, and who's going in the game? I think it's going to be Caden Worth. Dan Guerin taking all the time he gets here to make a determination on who's going in as they wait at the free throw line. Caden Deals will get the foul shots here. Now Caden Worth will get in here for the Lumberjacks as Stroming fouls out. So after winning last night in a non-conference game, the Lumberjacks' struggles continue here tonight in conference. They have not won a conference game since January 11th, and they're not going to win here tonight. First free throw up and in for Caden Deals. As Merrill overcomes an 11-point deficit at halftime, and they're going to win this game here unless something amazing happens here in the final minute, 48. Second foul shot is up and in. Deals got them both. 83-71. Lumberjacks inbounded. Ingram's going to hurry it ahead. Into the front court. Stutter step dribble to the left wing. Looks inside. They get it down low to Bookberger. Turns. Kicks it to the corner. Garrett's open for three. A rainbow. That's off the rim. No good. Bookberger grabs the rebound. Tries to feed it to Garrett again. Now kicks it outside. Worth's open for three. That's going to be off the mark. And Bookberger is going to try to get another rebound. It goes out of bounds. Last touch by Merrill. East will keep it. So they got a couple of open looks from three. Garrett and Worth missed them. Bookberger kept rebounds alive. And Lumberjacks will inbound it here. We're going to get a timeout call by East here. We'll keep it right here. Our game brought to you in part tonight by the law firm of Telusty, Kennedy, and Glasscock. Helping Central Wisconsin families for over 40 years. Telusty, Kennedy, and Glasscock helping you every step of the way. Our next Lumberjack broadcast will be next Tuesday night as the East girls begin tournament play. They'll take on the Antigo Red Robins on the road. We'll have that game for you Tuesday night. Then next Thursday, it's boys basketball once again. Senior night up at the East Gym as the Lumberjacks will take on D.C. Everest. I'll have that game for you next Thursday night right here. Everest plays tomorrow. The boys are in their bye week in the conference, but they've got a non-conference game against Hudson tomorrow afternoon. Chris Conley will have the call of that. 3 o'clock start for the Evergreens and Hudson tomorrow afternoon here on 93.9 The Game. Well, a huge second half for Bailey Tureen and Troy Moots for Merrill. And they were able to get back into this one and now have built a 12-point lead with a minute 26 to play. And as you heard from Dan Garrett before the game, this will have ramifications for seeding because there were a bunch of teams that were crammed together with the same amount of wins. And so we'll see 
Here's Ingram for three from the corner, a little long, no good. Bookberger takes away another rebound, puts it off the glass, up and in. Bookberger gets a hoop and another rebound. He's got nine boards. Now Merrill with it in the backcourt. Braden Peeper, ball knocked away for a moment by Ingram. Merrill's able to finally get it across the timeline. 83-73, 10-point game, a minute four to play. Now it's just a question of whether or not East wants to foul in this situation. Braden Peeper down the lane, reaching foul on D'Angelo Ingram. Peeper will go to the line here with 58.8 seconds to play in the game. So now if East wants to foul in this final minute, Merrill will be able to pad the lead here with free throws or pad the winning margin with free throws. And the first free throw is up and in. He's got six points in the second half, ten in the game. Merrill has hit four threes here in the second half. That helped them get back into things. Second free throw up and in. He got it as well. Lumberjacks have not hit a three here in the second half. Ingram front court. They loft it down low to Bookberger. They'll get another basket. Bookberger underneath, but... Trading hoops is not going to be enough. 85-75, 10-point game. Merrill into the front court. Deals with it. Here comes the double team, and a foul is going to be called on Ingram. Could have called a travel there. They call the foul on Ingram. And that puts Caden Deals back at the free throw line. And the first free throw, no good. He'll get another. Just 41 seconds remaining in this one. The Blue Jays are going to get the win, and Troy Peeper is going to empty his bench here now. I think. Well, we'll see. I guess not. Starters are going to stay on the floor right now. Deals with the second foul shot. He gets it. Ingram into the front court for the Lumberjacks. 37 seconds. Ingram is going to bank in a three from long distance. Pulled up and shot a three. His third three of the night. 86-78. 86-78. Merrill in the front court. Garrett knocked the ball out of bounds. It will remain Merrill basketball with 25 seconds to play. And the Blue Jays will inbound it into Tyson Glish, who's in the game. He gives it off to Moots. Now it's Deals. And he gets fouled by Ingram. Deals is going to go back to the free throw line here. That's going to be five fouls on D'Angelo Ingram. He will foul out of the game. Looks like it's going to be Jack Cayley who's going to be going in, and Dan Garrett's going to take all the time he gets allotted before he sends in a player. This is probably sending a message as well since he can't say anything to the officials anymore after being teed up once earlier. Kaylee will come into the game. Ingram fouls out. Third player to foul out for East tonight. Stroming and Abgesic went out earlier. And it will be Caden Deals at the free throw line. He hits another one. 87-78. He'll get one more. Big second half for Merrill. They scored 31 points in the first half. They're going to finish with about 88. That free throw no good. And Kaylee with the rebound. Roswanowski quickly head to Worth. He wants to go baseline. Hangs in the air off the glass up and in. Worth gets a hoop. 
quick timeout called by the Lumberjacks. We'll keep it right here. Our game brought to you in part by Abra Auto Body. Sports is competitive. Auto Body work is competitive until you know everything Abra Auto Body has to offer. Special equipment, text with experience, aluminum certified, and more. Abra Auto Body on Wausau's northwest side. Also by Cloverbell Credit Union. Since 1936, local lenders lending local money. Keeping our community strong, great rate financing for vehicles, recreation, and home loans. You can get more info at ccuwasa.com. Ten seconds left in the game. 87-80. Merrill with the lead. They'll have the basketball out of the timeout. And they can just dribble it out here. And the Lumberjacks will have to try to regroup as they get one more league game next Thursday night against D.C. Everest. That's going to be no walk in the park, the way the Everest Evergreens can put points on the board. And they will take on the Evergreens next Thursday night. We'll have that game for you live right here on 93.9 the game. Evergreens play at Hudson tomorrow afternoon, as we mentioned. That's a 3 o'clock tip with Chris Conley on the call tomorrow afternoon from Hudson. East is going to put on full court pressure here. They're down seven with 10 seconds to play. Merrill will look to inbound it. They throw the long pass, and Tareen's going to catch it, and Garrett will immediately get the foul. And Tareen will go to the free throw line here with 9.2 seconds remaining. They could have very easily just let him play on right there and dribbled out the clock. Going to get one more whistle here. And now Dan Garrett got thrown out of the game. It looks like he was sitting on the bench, and the official throws him out of the game. I don't think he said anything. And now another technical foul called on Caden Worth. The officials have lost control of this game completely. They have, uh, they have, all of a sudden just decided to. Well, I don't know what to call it, but Dan Garrett got teed up by an official that was standing on the other side of the court while he was sitting on the bench. The officials have lost control of the game here tonight. Nine seconds to play in this one, and Bailey Tureen will be at the line. Free throws on the way. Off, no good. That was the front end of the bonus, and now it'll be Braden Peeper who will shoot the technical foul shots. First one's up and in. I think we have had, what, four technicals? Five technicals called in this game. Second foul shot up and in. Getting another one? That one rolls off no good. Oh, that's right. There were two technicals called fouls, so he's getting four shots. I forgot they teed up Caden Worth. He said something after the technical was called on Dan Garrett. And that one goes up and in. And it will be 90-80 to 80 is going to be your final score, unless he's can score here. Merrill's going to get, actually, Merrill's going to get the basketball after those technicals. So they can just dribble it out. I'm not sure why East wants to foul here. They will. Why would they foul? They're down 10 with five seconds to play. I'm not quite sure the point of fouling at this point. It's going to send Braden Peeper back to the free throw line with 5.7 seconds to play. 
Never could quite understand that. That's going to be five fouls on Caden Worth. He's going to foul out. Or is that four? No, they're going to score. They've got four on the scoreboard, but... Brady Verhoet is going to come into the game. And the first foul shot for Peeper is up. They're just padding the uh, final here at the free throw line. Knocking down all kinds of foul shots here in the second half. i got to add these up. The foul shots are going to be very lopsided here in this game. East will inbound it here. And uh, Roswodowski down. He's going to shoot a three ball, and that's off the rim. No good, and that'll be the end of this one. And it'll be a win for the Merrill Blue Jays. They beat the Lumberjacks here by a score of 92-80. to We'll come back and recap after this. You're listening to Lumberjack Basketball on 93.9 The Game. WRIG Schofield Wausau and W230BU 93.9 FM Wausau. The best boats in the business, the best selection, the best people. For 100 years, M&J Marine has set the standard for sales and service. Let them prove it with a new Lund boat powered by the quality and performance of a Mercury outboard. Take a trip through their massive showroom where there's a boat show every day. The best brands and Mercury. Go boldly only at M&J Marine. Highway I-39 to exit 181 in Mosinee. You'll notice the difference. M&J Marine. Did right by me For over 60 years A real standout in the community See my house is looking bad The neighbor said it's kind of sad So sad But now it's looking good just the way it should. Done right, did right by me. Then I installed brand new windows in our entire house. They re-roofed my whole house. We started out with easy things like rain gutters. Well, I needed some siding done to the house, and Done Right did everything exceptionally well. You can count on Done Right Exteriors to get it done right. For a free estimate, call 715-359-6930 or visit Done Right Exteriors online at DoneRightExteriors.net. But now it's looking good. Just the way it should. Done right, did right by me. Hey, when was the last time you seriously considered your dream? I mean, come on. You used to think about it all the time. What happened? I say it's time that you get your dream back together. Think about it. You could live the van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. You could tour around the world. You could go to 423 national park sites, build a mountain cabin with your dad, or start your own business. Really, whatever you dream of. Every Sprinter is an expertly engineered black canvas. It can be customized for the perfect van for just about anything. And it's a Mercedes-Benz van we're talking about. So expect innovative features like the crosswind assist, blind spot assist, active brake assist. Expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, five-star dealer network, available gas engine, and it runs like a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. 
Right now, you can do the complete job and get a great deal when you buy a set of Duralast brake pads and rotors. It's also AutoZone's national hiring event. We're hiring all positions, from sales to warehouse and drivers, both part-time and full-time. Visit careers.autozone.com or any one of our stores. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. Tom King back here at the Merrill Fieldhouse where the Blue Jays rally in the second half and pull away and beat the Lumberjacks by a score of 92-80. to As a huge second half, East had a 42-31 lead at halftime. That means that the Blue Jays scored 61 points in the second half of this one. Did a lot of the damage at the free throw line. In fact, the free throws were pretty lopsided. Now, some of that was because East was fouling at the end of the game. But some was also that there were many more fouls called on the Lumberjacks than there were on the Blue Jays here tonight. Merrill went to the free throw line 44 times to just 19 for the Lumberjacks. They knocked down 33 free throws in this game to 14 for the Lumberjacks. Merrill was also 26 of 46 from the field. Led by Bailey Turin, he had 26 tonight. 26 also for Troy Moots, big second half for Moots. He had 18 of those 26 in the second half. Also in double figures for Merrill, Tyson Glish off the bench with 13. Braden Peeper had 11. One point for Jordan Bush, seven for Caden Deals, one for Sam Riemann, and two for Carter Body. Merrill turned the ball over nine times. That was a big part of it as well. Lumberjacks had more turnovers than the, uh, than the Blue Jays, but I don't think I've seen a game in quite some time that was this wild when it comes to fouls um three players fouled out for the lumberjacks stroming napgesic and actually four players fouled out for the lumberjacks noah stroming gabe napgesic d'angelo ingram and caden worth there were five technicals called in the game one on merrill four on east including two on dan garrett he got tossed caden worth got a technical i think that means he's got to sit out the next game and um We'll see what happens with all of that as we head toward the final game of the regular season next Thursday. Lumberjacks were led by Dylan Bookberger. All of this nonsense that went on tonight is going to obscure the fact that Bookberger had a huge game for the Lumberjacks. He had 29 points, and a lot of that coming in close, but he's going to be the first one to tell you that uh, he's not going to be thinking about the 29 points as much as some of those misses. He had a, like at least three close misses. He also had nine rebounds in the game, so a big game for Bookberger. Tonight, 29 for the Lumberjacks. Also in double figures for East Noah Stroming at 14. Gabe Napgesic had 13. 13 for D'Angelo Ingram. He had three three-pointers for the Lumberjacks. Two for Caden Worth. Three for Isaac Roswodowski. Six for Jack Cayley in the game. 31 of 56 for the Lumberjacks from the field. And as we mentioned, just 14 of 19 from the foul line in this one. With the win, Merrill improves to... 9-14 and 14 on the season and breaks a three-game losing streak for them. And with the loss, the Lumberjacks now drop to 5-17 and 17 on the year. Merrill Fish finishes up the regular season against Wausau West on Thursday night here in Merrill. And the Lumberjacks will fin- uh, finish up the conference season against D.C. Everest next Thursday at the East Gym. They'll have a non-conference game remaining after that a week from tomorrow at Oostburg. Evergreens play tomorrow. We'll have the game for you right here as they take on Hudson tomorrow afternoon. Pre-game show at 
2.50 and the tip set for 3 o'clock from Hudson with Chris Conley on the call. That's going to wrap things up from here. An interesting and wild one here tonight. And the Merrill Blue Jays with a huge second half rally and knock off the Lumberjacks by a score of 92-80. to This is Tom King. You've been listening to Lumberjack Boys Basketball on 93.9 The Game.